Sovate discipoli and sovate omnes. Welcome again to our 20th lesson in our grammar mini-series for Latin. Diving into the fourth conjugation. I know when I start introducing all these conjugate, or I'm sorry, fourth declension. We're in noun land. Silly me. Not conjugation land. I'm thinking about how we were just talking about passive voice in our last lesson here. But now we're diving back into some nouns. And really the fourth declension isn't that, you know, it's just new forms really. There's not much else to learn. I'll talk a little bit about some linguistic stuff and why the Romans really created this distinctive U system. But really it's it's not that important. I won't have a lot to say about it. And then I'll talk about the ablative of separation because we know that we have a lot of different ablatives that we have to deal with. And that's just kind of par for the course. We'll get into a lot of genitives, part of the genitive, genitive of um, possession, uh, you know, and then we'll have dative of possession. Uh, wait, no, maybe I'm, maybe it's dative of possession and genitive. Maybe there's... Um, brain fart. Remember, I don't remember all these things. Sometimes I need to look back and relearn these concepts and or refresh myself on these concepts. But that being said, you're here to learn and I'm here to give you the knowledge. And I've got the knowledge because that's what I love to do here. That's what I'll always do is basically relay all the info that I have in this noggin of mine out into the ethers and if you happen to glom onto it you learn something new and you appreciate me then i would really appreciate some love and support hopping on over to my ko-fi giving me a little bit of a tip patreon um, i'm really trying to figure out the spotify situation i might just have to do the whole subscription thing i might even have to subscribe to my own podcast and just i guess like pay myself monthly but if that's the case, you guys, um, I'm just going to ask that you help me out. Like, I do this on the side from also full-time teaching, um, and full-time is overtime all the time. I'm, I'm kind of really, I'm grinding, and I hope you guys can see that, especially from my different modalities where I'm interacting with you guys on TikTok on here. I'm trying to get my YouTube going. I'm also interacting, you know, just in comments and trying to answer questions. I'm really trying, you guys. I'm trying to grind here because I know that the secondary education is probably going to, it's probably going to lead me into the ER at some point. That's how I'm feeling. So I'm, I'm pretty much done. I, I, I need this. It's, it's leading to a crisis. Um, so I, Maybe in the future, I'll talk more about all the health stuff that I'm going on and dealing with right now. But right now, the reason why I'm dealing with all this health stuff is because I was given way too much thinking that they could, you know, get their money's worth out of me because I've been able to vie for kind of a higher salary because of um, the position that I've been able to acquire as the Latin teacher and being sought out for in so many different um, schools. But that being said, you know, I don't think administration really likes having to to give numbers and honor numbers when teachers are throwing out numbers that they can't really say no to. And I think now that's why they ended up, you know, giving me that 20-minute lunch and really just gassing me all the way to the end of the day and uh, 
assuming that I can deal with it because I'm a young guy. And you know what? I just, I don't think people really, like, I'm going to ask you guys a question. Because truthfully, two weeks ago was the first time I was able to have a physical full lunch during my lunch where I actually was able to warm something up and eat it with a fork. Not a knife. I didn't have time for the knife. But the fork... I mean, before that, since the mid-August all the way until the beginning of November, I was using, I found these things, they're called Kate Farms, because I actually can't really consume a lot of bullish amounts of food as well during the day, because then it bogs me down, so I have to be deliberate and, you know, trying to get the adequate amount of calories to fuel myself while also, like, you know, I don't want to get bogged down. Like all these people, like I remember like at the gym, they're like, oh, you just got to like, you got to do the gainer shanks and stuff like that. I'm like, you don't understand. Like you do realize that I have to like show up for my job. I got to be able to be cognizant. I have to, I have to feel all right. I got to feel good because I want to be able to show up and teach at my full capacity, which I have not been able to do in a long time. You know, I don't know why administration does this to people that they love and or quote unquote love and that they respect and that they're so happy to have within their um, their community. And yet um, they just kind of throw more and more and more and more and more and more and more expecting them that they can just do it. And or I really think that they're just trying to get their money's worth out of me at this point, because that's kind of how I feel. I feel like I'm being uh, pulled and utilized for all of my resources until my resources are, are done. And, uh, well, you know what? I mean, if I do leave, when I do leave, um, they will have materials of mine, but nobody's going to be able to teach my material. It's not like I can just give someone the material that I've created and I don't care. I'm not a gatekeeper of my material, like whatever teacher can use, whatever it, you know what, like people are plagiarizing here and there all over the place. Like if somebody's going to use my material, good luck. You're not me. Sorry, not sorry. But yeah, you know, I was uh, look them up if you're you're curious. Like they're they're these nutritional shakes. They're like not that big, but they pack a lot of calories in there. That's what I was. They don't really taste that good. It's like I wasn't even enjoying what I'm doing. It's just like I'm doing this, and it's like, bleh. so yeah. Anyways, there is my little ramble bamble before we get into our fourth declension lesson. So how about that? Love you guys. Again, would really appreciate the support. If this subscription thing happens on the Spotify, it might be just par for the course for how much I've uh, put out the amount of episodes. I think Spotify is just kind of like taking the reins on this. And if so, like I'm going to put it so that the subscription is like the minimal and or like near the minimal because I do feel like my my content is worth something. Um, I would really appreciate it, you guys. Like, for real, though. Like, honestly. It's not even a lot. I'm not asking for the blood of your firstborn child or for you to chop off your limb and give it to me so that I can donate it on the black market for, like, 20 grand or something like that. I'm just asking for, like, I think, like, $3.99 a month or $2.99 a month or something like that is what the subscription thing is. So if you feel so inclined, you can either do that or you can do it over on Patreon as well. Um, because I do believe that there's also a Spotify link. So either one is totally cool with me. 
um, and or Ko-Fi um, or, you know, other other modalities for me to make a little extra money. I, I've got my my followers wanting to uh, they got me doing a Depop. So check me out on Depop. If you guys are curious, I can start linking that below for people that are curious because everybody's like, we love all your fits and everything like that. And I'm like, you guys don't realize that like you guys can like look good, get the clothing that you want feel good with what you wear on a daily basis and not have to spend an arm or leg for it. I'm a thrifter. I'm a big thrift shop person since day one. Ever since I was up at Puget Sound and, you know, man, I going up, uh, up and down 6th Street with my friends, going into the vinyl shops and whatnot in Tacoma, Washington, uh, we'd hit up all of them. And uh, yeah, you know, that's me. That's who I am. So I'll leave the intro as such. And then we'll get into the lesson here and skip it a beep it a bop and right on into it. So thanks again, you guys, for always hearing me out and listening to me because I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm trying my best. And I hope you hear me and see me and support me. Because I'll always try. If you ever feel unseen, you let me know and I'm going to try and make you feel seen as frick. All right. That's the one thing that I do with my students is there is never a student that's going to be made felt small in my class. None. So with that being said, let's get on into it, y'all. Alrighty, so 20th lesson, fourth declension. Just one important rule to remember here. Fourth declension contains you stem nouns, which are almost always masculine in gender. Remember gender coming from genitive or gens gentis, meaning type or class. Remember gender again refers to mainly a categorization, right? That's why a lot of the time we have masculine words that don't really, we wouldn't think them to be masculine in nature. Back in the day, Latinate, before it became much more um, Latinated, I guess, into the, the history, gender was just another classification system aka gens gentis type or class so fourth declension is latin's u stem declension in which almost all of the nouns are masculine in gender ironically the one major exception is probably the most commonly used fourth declension noun manus manus which means hand this is where you get manufacture from manicure factus having been made manufacture having been made by hand Manicure, curo, curare, means to care for, care for the hands. That's what a manicure is. There you go, if you didn't know. It's all you, so where you get manuscript. Script means to write. Having been written by hand is what a manuscript is. Anyways, etymology. This declension is unique to Latin. Among Indo-European languages, there really isn't anything exactly like it. Seen from the long view linguistically, it was a short-lived attempt by the Romans to create a distinctive U-stem declension, and the experiment didn't really turn out that well, at least in my opinion. By historical standards, fourth declension didn't last long as early as the 4th century CE, and then fourth declension forms were beginning during around that time to be subsumed into second declension, and uh, by the end of the classical age, the declension had begun to really disappear altogether. So it started to just kind of get assimilated into the second declension a lot of the time with that oos with those uses. 
So unfortunately, though, even though it wasn't used all that much within the classical age, it was still a fully active form, so you have to know it. I know. So, sorry, not sorry. Here are the endings real quickly, starting at nominative singular all the way to ablative singular, and then in the plural. We have us, us, ui, um, u. <coughs> us, um, um, ibus, us, ibus. Yeah, I know. Notice you can't escape the strong presence of the U. It dominates eight of the ten forms, producing what has to be the most distinctive genitive plural ending in Latin, a.k.a. the U-U-M. The U-U-M. The U-U-M. I don't even know how to really render the pronunciation of that, so don't add me. But if you think of memorizing the fourth declension endings with the formula, the base ending in U plus the third declension endings added on, Looking at it that way can save you some time in memorizing those endings, which would then again be fourth declension also. Um, well, first off, i getting ahead of myself. We have the neuter real quickly. Let's do the neuter real quickly. So starting at nominative, going to ablative, it goes oo, us, oo, oo, ua, um, ibus, ua, ibus. Remember, nominative and accusative, always the same in the neuter, right? U to ua, u to ua, singular than plural. And then in the fourth conjugation, neuter, we have a fully dec declined cornu, which means horn. That's where we get a unicorn, a one horn. Cornu, cornus, cornu, 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 cornua, cornuum, cornibus, cornua, cornibus. And there you go with the neuter. I didn't really do it in the masculine. But uh, here we go real quickly. So manus, manus, manui, manum, manu, manus, manuum, manubus, manus, manubus, manibus, rather. Manibus, manus, manibus. Mm-hmm. Yikes. I'm done with that one. Done with the U's. There are no mandatory long marks in the neuter. So even though there are all those bunches of U's, there aren't mandatory long marks to distinguish any of those U's. So, uh, good luck. Uh, this is why I don't really care for this con this declension. I don't know why I'm saying conjugation right now. So, leaving it there. Ablative of separation here real quickly. And then we're going to leave it there. That's it. Ablative. Well, in fact, the term ablative denotes separation. In, in Latin, ab means from. Lot means to carry or to go. So it means to co uh, so and that ive remember the English suffix that Englishifies that word, the action of carrying from, aka separation. Thus, the original use of the ablative was to indicate where something came from. Other uses like means and objects of prepositions developed later on. In other words, the ablative of separation shows the oldest, the original use of the ablative. The ablative separation naturally occurs with verbs that have a built-in sense of separation, like the verb careo, which means lack. For example, pecunia careo means I lack money. Literally, I am separated from money that I really want right now. Um, notice the, the lack of any preposition in this construction. So when a word is ablative, excuse me, it has no preposition, and it, its meaning denotes that two things are apart from each other. For instance, me and money. Then, that use of the ablative is called the ablative of separation.
you got to keep them separated. And with that being said, that's going to do it. I hope you learned something new. And I know the fourth declension ain't that great. It's got a lot of use. I know it's a bit obnoxious. You're just going to have to bear with it, bear with me, and realize that even though it wasn't really retained and kind of got swallowed up a lot by the second declension masculine, it's still ever-present in certain words. And that's what declensions really are, right? Declensions open up another category for certain words that we can utilize that are only going to be declined within that declension, right? That's why we have first declension nouns versus second declension nouns versus third declension versus fourth declension and so on and so forth. So there you go. With that being said, thanks again. And thank you guys for your support. Consider supporting me and subscribing. I've actually never asked for it before, but now you know what? Why not? I've got you guys. You guys are my homies. And if you guys feel like you know, your soul is moved to do so in order to help me out. I can figure out a way which if I do start to get more people uh, giving me, um, you know, donations that we can figure out some sort of like, maybe I can do like a live Q&A on TikTok or maybe I can do a live Q&A or a live video sesh um, or something on YouTube Um and, uh, you know, we can all just kind of have like an open forum. I would love that. I would love to entertain that. I've been given the option before, but now I'm, yeah. So, anyways, thanks again, you guys. Much love. Tempus Escatere.